VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. You know, it's really such an honor and pleasure to be with you each week on Positive Living. I always say that because Voice America, and particularly on Voice America, Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. I saw the wave of the Internet coming five years ago and have been doing this program for five years, and 25 years in general when I saw the whole wave of positive living coming. And it's really important that we think in a positive way so that we can make our dreams come true. And I really believe in that. And my role is really a catalyst to bring these amazing people to the forefront so that you can get the help that you need to live the kind of life that you want. And today is certainly no exception. It's uh, Valentine's Day in a couple of days, so this program is very much about relationships with a wonderful guest I've had on several times. Her name is Jackie Woods. She's the founder and CEO of the Ottawa Healing Center and Institute and Press in Columbus, North Carolina. She has more than 25 years of relationship counseling experience. Her work has been featured in publications such as Awareness Magazine, Natural Awakenings, and she's the author of two previous books, the author, The Journey to Ultimate Spirituality, Spiritual Energy Cycles, and her newest book, which is what we're talking about today, Soulmate or Cellmate, You Make the Choice, A Guide to Healthy Relationships. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you, Patricia. It's great to have you on. You know, I guess my first question is, as we approach the big Valentine's Day with the hearts and flowers and candy and roses and all the others, other things, and, you know, some of us are in relationships and some of us aren't. What would be your general first piece of information as we approach this holiday for everyone? Well, it's a time when we think about love. You know, we think about what love we have in our life, what love we don't have in our life, what how we would like for love to look, how love looks. It's a review of love, and since love is such a uh, an essential part of a person's being, it's a very important holiday. Mm. It's probably the most important when you really come down to it. Yes, and there's a whole history also around Valentine's Day that I had read about, you know, just the way that it was in the Middle Ages. And and so there, there's a lot of history behind this. It, it didn't just happen. It's not just an American holiday. It's been around. Well, I don't know the history, but I do know that the focus is love, and that is so essential in a person's life. And to get to that place of love, you know, I talk a lot in the book, Soulmate or Cellmate. I talk so much about how we have to give up our pictures of how love should look sometimes in order to get the real McCoy. And that would be a good theme for people at Valentine's Day. You know, my... One of my relatives, her husband gives her roses, red roses, every Valentine's Day. Well, that seems appropriate, and most women would adore that. She's allergic to roses, <laughs> and he forgets. So she feels very unloved because her picture is that 
he is going to love her by remembering that she's allergic to roses. But he he is thinking of her, and she misses that point. So what does he do instead? Well, he he continues to give her red roses. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he isn't hearing that. But you know, once a year she says, "Well, this is lovely, thank you," but I'm allergic to them. I'll have to put them out. He forgets that. Um, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't love her, but she takes that as a message that he doesn't. Mm. And we take in as many messages about how we're not loved as we do about how we are loved. Maybe even more. <laughs> well, you know, in your book, Soulmate or Cellmate, it's very interesting because you, when you think about it, what's the distinguishing factor between the soulmate? And the cellmate. I mean, what I get from that personally is somebody that you're connected with kind of in a free spirit way where you're two individual people and you bring your souls together and your values. And cellmate is where you're kind of locked up with each other. You're locked up in your pictures or patterns of what love should look like. That's the cellmate. Where you, you can't get past how they need to love you and how you need to love them to see what love could really look like between the two of you. That's the simplified version with the theme of love. I talk about that with a lot of different energies of the heart, you know, such as compassion and kindness and support and even to organization and adventure and commitment and loyalty and we go on and on. But but today the theme is love and and we really do need to say, okay, I am love. You know, my little, I'm getting off on this, but my little granddaughter is seven years old, and she is such a little doer. The The world is physical to her. She touches things. She does things. She wants to do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. The world is a physical world to her, and her mother's really not a physical doer. Mm-hmm. She's a she's a very warm, loving person, but not a physical doer. And so the little girl many times will come to me and say, Mama doesn't love me. She didn't do so-and-so for me. Mm. And so I'm trying to change her picture that love is way beyond just the doing. But that doesn't mean she doesn't need some love that is the doing kind, but if she gets locked into that picture, she's going to have a hard time. You see what I'm saying? Right. So what you're saying, what you're talking about is that we create pictures for people about love and then they get locked into those pictures, which aren't necessarily, you know, pictures that, are real or the truth for them, but they're buying into obviously what they've been taught. Right, that's right. But but if that is the way they're giving love, we've got to be able to accept that or we, we block the love that could come to us. Mm-hmm. For instance, it really dawned on me one day, as an adult, unfortunately, that the way my mother loved me was to worry about me. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought that was a judgment that she just didn't think I was doing well. But instead, it was the way she was trying to love me. And when I really got that and could see that her picture of love was about worrying, then it changed my whole way of receiving her love. 
Well, and, and we've talked about this before. That goes into relationships, too. When, you know, your spouse or your significant other really loves you but shows it to you in a way that is hard for you to accept or understand. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you can't say to them, I would prefer it to be this way. We have a right to say how we want to be loved, but back to the roses, if they can't seem to change it, how do we receive their love? Mm-hmm. Right. And so what do you say to folks about that? I mean, how, how do you help people so that they understand the intention of the person? Because that can break up a relationship. Oh, it does, many times. I try to point out that we work through two different channels of, of energy. We have heart energy, which is our in- real intent, and then we have patterns that sometimes just almost squeeze the life out of that real heart energy, our real intent, <laughs> because it, it doesn't fit us very well, or sometimes it really expresses us well. So if they can see that there's a pattern that the energy is being expressed through and then there is the energy as two separate things, and I talk about energies as heart energies, the qualities that a person's trying to express, if they can see that there are two different things, then sometimes we can go beyond the pattern to the real intent or that heart quality that the person's trying to deliver. Mm. Jackie, what are um, in the counseling that you do, what are the typical issues? Give us an example of an issue that you help somebody work through in terms of being the soulmate rather than the cellmate. Okay. Uh, recently... I have uh, dealt with a couple that they really have, they love each other a whole lot, but their worlds are very different. His work world is one that she doesn't understand and is not interested in, and, and her work world is one that, that uh, he understands and appreciates, but he really, it's hers, you know, and if he steps into that one too much, he feels like he gets lost. So they, they live in two different worlds, and then they come together and, you know, they eat supper at night and go to bed. But they do love each other. Okay. So how do they stay connected while they're in different worlds? She just sort of lets him go to his world, and he lets her go to hers, and then they come back, and then they have this little bit of space and time. Mm-hmm. Now, this is true of lots of couples. So how do they stay connected when they're not going to work with each other, for instance? You know, they have different jobs with different interests in those jobs. And what's the answer to that? (laughs) I'm getting there. (laughs) So what I try to help them to do is to say, okay, always going back to the subject. The subject is always the heart energy or the intent that you're bringing to anything, right? That's the, the subject of your soul. If you're going to have a soul mate, you have to share your soul. So... If if the intent of one person is, for instance, in their business to to bring expansion and the other person has an intent of expansion in their business or maybe they're building structure in both businesses, whatever that they can find that is a commonality, if, again, the what they're doing becomes the pattern, they can talk about how that energy is expanding and working 
through the structure in their business, and the other one can do the same thing, and they have established a common ground. The energy is the common ground, even though it appears in different patterns and forms in each job. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. So there, you have to get back to that common ground because we get stuck on the forms and the patterns and the way we're doing and what we're doing rather than the intent that we're doing. I was going to say the energy is really the intent. That's right. And if right. you can see through the form. That's right. You know, and you can see. And, and can't you always kind of see it in the person's eyes and the way that they're, they're making an effort? I mean, I think there, there are a lot of nonverbal cues that you can see it even though you may not get the words. That's right. And if you'll learn to read those, it helps a lot. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about more about how you now at Valentine's Day and throughout the year can be a soulmate with your partner and not a cellmate. My guest is Jackie Woods, founder and CEO of the Ottawa Healing Center, Institute and Press in Columbus, North Carolina, and has more than 25 years of relationship counseling experience. And her book is Soulmate or Cellmate. You can log on to Jackie Woods. J-A-C-K-I-E Woods.org. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood Jet Set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveras Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveras, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveras Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Traveras Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Getterman and Beyond Success. 
Redefining the Meaning of Prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com Hi everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. We have a wonderful program for you today, and we're centering around relationship because Valentine's Day is in two days. My guest is Jackie Woods. She's the author of the new book, Soulmate or Cellmate, You Make the Choice, A Guide to Healthy Relationships. Jackie Woods is the founder and CEO of Ottawa Healing Center Institute and Press in Columbus, North Carolina, and has more than 25 years of relationship counseling experience. Her work has been featured in publications such as Awareness Magazine, Natural Awakenings, and she's the author of The Journey to Ultimate Spirituality and Spiritual Energy Cycles. Her website is JackieWoods.org, J-A-C-K-I-E Woods.org. Welcome back, Jackie. Thank you. You know, we were talking um, during the break a little bit about one of the foundations for finding love or having the right relationship is to love yourself. Talk about that. Loving yourself starts with looking in the mirror and saying to yourself, I love you every time you feel that you haven't been loved by someone, friend, lover, parent. Every time you're feeling that is to counter that so that 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 inner part of you, that unconscious part of you, every time it gets the message you're not loved, that you return and look at yourself and say, I love you, and then be specific about what you love about yourself. It's just a it's it's just a little tool, but it makes a world of difference to actually not stop with the programming from somebody else well, that isn't, isn't loving. Well, it's true also that you know there's a saying I've heard often: be be what you want to attract. Yes, these are the qualities you want in someone. You be, be those. those qualities. Yes, you you have to be those qualities. But sometimes we let the negative message override those qualities that we already have. So we our focus gets pulled off. It happens a lot when a person has just gotten out of a relationship and somebody has not been exactly caring or kind to them mm-hmm. and and has criticized them a lot or has, you know, been unfaithful to them and and in the physical sense they've they've been abused. Uh when that happens, when that happens, the person has taken in a lot of unloving messages from that other person unless they counter them because the unconscious isn't rational. Right. Right. So and that's and and it's also helping people see that because when you go through those things many times the self-esteem can become damaged. Oh, yes, it does, because we have taken in the other person's perception of us, and we have taken it in to cancel out our own self-worth. And that, and then that's when a person really wants somebody else outside of them to love them, but they're not going to attract it because they, they're not loving themselves. So how do you, when, when someone comes to you, Jackie, let's say their relationship is broken or they just feel betrayed, 
or, you know, they're in that stage where they feel weakened and they don't feel strong, how do you help them build their self-esteem up? Because they can't, it's going to be hard to, to really develop another relationship until their self-esteem is strong, correct? Well, that's How do you the first thing I tell them is please don't get in another relationship until you have healed because you will draw in exactly what you had before. Mm-hmm. But see, they want to run out and, and prove that they can do it in a relationship, that they can be a good person and pull in a good person and fill that void. They want to fill that void externally. It has to be filled internally. That's the healing process. And and that's a tough one to get across to people right. because when they are so wounded, it's like they need somebody out there to prove to them that they're okay. Mm-hmm. And do you give people exercises to do? How do you help them break that? Because that's hard. Well, like I said, one of the exercises I give is a very simple one, and that is look in the mirror when you're feeling bad about yourself and you're hearing the words of your partner say, yes, but you're just not attractive to me anymore or, you know, I can't stand the pattern of this, this, and this or confessing that they've had an affair or whatever. When when that woundedness has happened and it's taken away some of your, your love of yourself because you've taken in their message that you're not lovable, then I really do believe that standing in front of the mirror and saying to yourself, I love you, not they're wrong and they don't know, but I would say I love you and start saying because mm-hmm. and, and actually put reasons to why you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Very good. Do you help people who've been through this wound repair relationships where there is hope and both people want to repair? I definitely do. Once they begin to see that they have valuable qualities, I then ask them to choose the qualities they want to share most. Not not a whole page of them. They'll give me that. <laughs> but, you know, not what do you want from somebody, but what do you want to share with somebody of the qualities that you've claimed and loved? And that would be the beginning point for them to start looking for a relationship. In or repairing what they have. Or if they're in a relationship, oh, I hear what you're saying, I'm sorry. If they're in a relationship where they need to repair, Mm -hmm. then still, if there's repair that's needing to be done, you you have to have a healing space. And that doesn't mean you have to leave the person or do you know, separation or whatever, but you still have to have a healing space because if it needs to be repaired, that simply means that some wounds have happened where you have begun to feel like I'm not attractive, I'm not really loved, I'm not cared for, you know, they don't do for me like they used to, I'm not important anymore, their other world is much, much more important. Mm -hmm. When those things start happening, then that means that some repair does need to be done, and repair means healing. So, again, they need tools for that healing, not just to get the other person changed. That's what they tend to want. They want the other person to change so they can heal. And you can't change the other person. No, you can't. But you can heal yourself Mm -hmm. and, and stay in the relationship and still provide a healing space. Mm -hmm. Now, to do that, the parts that are wounding you have to be defined out of the relationship. In other words, if you're with a really critical partner, 
you have to say, you're criticizing again, I can't listen to that, mm-hmm. and walk out of the room. If you're with somebody who's just not considerate at all, you, you, you have to say, I'm not going to go to places where I feel that lack of consideration. Yeah. Well, that's where this inter- internal strength comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, again, I mean, and, and I think that's a challenge for a lot of folks that, that have trouble saying, just saying those words you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Standing up and being able to say that. Yes. And that comes from what you said is the inner strength that we have to develop in our own core being. Yes. And you can't allow the abuse, and, and I'm not talking about being beaten up. I'm talking about the criticism and the lack of acknowledgement of what you're bringing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to stop that happening in order to allow healing. You can't go into your unconscious and say, I'm lovable and I have this, when you're acting out that you don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have a couple minutes before break. I want to, here's a, an interesting question for you. I want, I'd like you to think of an example where, just a scenario, where you would look at that scenario and you would say, those people are soulmates. And then okay. another scenario where you would look at those people and say, those people are cellmates. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that. Got to make this fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Good. Do you want me to do it now? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant after break. All right. Uh, the scenario where I would look at two people and say they're soulmates, even though they may be having trouble, mm-hmm. you know, if people say, oh, if it's all you know, the honeymoon period where we think we're soulmates. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about relationships that have been in in functioning mode for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would look at that and I would say, this person has a willingness to see the other person. A willingness to see the other person. That is lacking in a lot of relationships. They they just want what they want. They don't want to see the other person. Do you do you understand what I'm saying, or am I being too vague? Well, I think you're saying they they don't want to maybe accept the other person. No, see the other person. Accept it can be patterns. You know, mm-hmm. accept that there are patterns you don't like and patterns you do like, and that's okay. Most people can do that. But very few people can see beyond, have a willingness to see beyond the patterns to the person's heart intent that we talked about that's standing there. They can't see that is what you're saying. They can't see that. They can only see what's in front of them, actually. Yes. They just see the pattern, and they can't get beyond it. Willingness to see the person beyond the pattern, that you know, even if it's a, a relationship that's in trouble, if I have that quality, I, I know I can turn them into soulmates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The cellmate, on the other hand, would be the person that comes to me and says, I want you to change my partner. It's my partner's fault. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of shake my head and say, that's the red flag. they have not accepted that two people make up a relationship. They think it's all about that other person making the relationship work. Mm-hmm. And I just know it isn't going to happen. Right. Right. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some common situations 
that Jackie works with. In terms of people, you know, starting out in that soulmate relationship and gradually ending up feeling like they're trapped and what we can do about that, some real practical application. You're listening to Positive Living. My guest is Jackie Woods. She's the author of Soulmate or Cellmate, You Make the Choice, A Guide to Healthy Relationships. Jackie is the founder and CEO of the Ottawa Healing Institute and Press in Columbus, North Carolina, has more than 25 years of relationship counseling experience. She has a website, which is JackieWoods.org, and she's teaching these courses about Soulmate or Cellmate online, and you can find out about that on the website. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where Women and Wine Angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women and Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women and Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. There you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. And as I say, it's really an honor and a pleasure to be with you each week and to bring you such wonderful guests who can help you really live the kind of life that you want to live. Today is no exception. My guest is Jackie Woods. She's the founder and CEO of the Ottawa Healing Center Institute and Press in Columbus, North Carolina, and has more than 25 years of relationship counseling experience. Her new book is Soulmate or Cellmate, You Make the Choice, A Guide to Healthy Relationships. 
and her website is JackieWoods.org. Welcome back, Jackie. Thank you, Patricia. Tell us um, about the course that you're teaching in this. Okay, I had so many requests uh, for people to have more information about the book and about how to do relationships, and so I wrote a, a course and put it on the website so that people could have the support they were asking for. Uh, people, this whole concept that I put out there, that we go beyond the pattern to the heart energy, and that's the real subject that we're trying to get to, to connect to, to resonate with, you know, that, that soul connect that we want, um, that's, that's a new concept to people. And, and they need help with that. If we make that the subject of our doing in relationship, we make that the subject of our definitions around our relationship, if we make that the subject of, of our fight so that we're trying to get to what we're both really bringing, then, then we have changed our whole dynamic around relationship. But to get there, people have to have a little support sometimes. Well, let's talk about um, situations where people come to you, practical situation, and, you know, they, they want to make their relationship work, but they're starting to become cellmates. Talk mm-hmm. about the situation, how it might have started out, why it's leaning toward, you know, again, becoming, not serving them or becoming more of the cellmate relationship and how you help them get out of that. Give us a, a typical one. Okay. The typical one is where two people's lives continue to go on and they grow and they change separately, but they have not paid attention to the relationship space, which I call the third circle or a space separate from the two people, and they don't attend to it. It's just sort of like a flower garden that forgets to be watered. Um, it's easy to do because lives gets lives of people get busy. They have children to take to activities, and they have, you know, business meetings, and and they have to go work out in the gym so they'll stay in shape, and and then hopefully they have a little bit of time to themselves, and and perhaps they have a hobby, and then the relationship is still about okay, well, you know, every Friday night we go to a movie together, and. Every Sunday morning, we make sure we do the crossword puzzle and the paper mm-hmm. together, and mm-hmm. and we go out so it's to getting eat. Getting boring is what you uh huh. We go out to eat on sometime on Saturday, but we've done the same things now for twenty years, and they've been they have been fun, and they're still nice that they're there. There's a comfort to know that we still have those structures, but they they've kind of lost their glow. Mm-hmm. Because we've been doing the same thing forever, and we're not the same people. So we go and we tend to fall back into the same routine. And, you know, we talk about the kids when we go out to eat, and we hold hands while we're in the movie, and we get our popcorn, and that's nice. And uh, the crossword puzzle, you know, we're really good at it now, and it doesn't take very long. And we like it, but it's not the mental stimulation that is needed anymore. It isn't the romantic setting that is wanted anymore. It is not even all of the, the subjects of your life when you just talk about your kids. It, it leaves out a whole lot of what's happening in these other 
parts of your life Mm -hmm. because these little structures you've set up that you set up in the beginning and you've done for 20 years, while they're comforting and nice, are not big enough to cover who the two of you are anymore. So what do you do? Well, you have to revisit. (laughs) You have to revisit it. It's no different than making your child wear the same size clothes when they've outgrown them. Mm -hmm. And we wouldn't think of doing that. Wouldn't think of making our child go to school in clothes way too small. But we would think of letting forms in our relationship get way too small. And as you grow, your mind grows. It changes. It expands. Your feelings get passionate about different things. Your activities of what is interesting to you will change. You have to change those things in the relationship. And so let's let's um, do this from another angle. So the couples that have been together for many years and are still dynamic and, and they're making it work, what are they doing, Jackie, that's working? Well, number one... They are, they are keeping in mind while they go into their other ro- worlds that their relationship is a priority. Mm-hmm. They don't have to take their partner with them, but when they go to the other worlds, they still remember that their relationship is important to them. They don't forget that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just, okay, I'm, I'm out of town, I'm supposed to call my wife tonight, I always do, and check in, and she says, well, yeah, the kids got off to the ball game or they've got to bed fine and everything's fine that's good there's nothing wrong with that except when they get off the phone does she go back to thinking about what she's going to do tomorrow at work and he goes back to thinking about what he's going to do at this conference do they or do they still hold a space in that person's consciousness because We not only have to keep the time together alive, which I talked about just a minute ago, but we have to keep the connection we have with that person as a priority in our lives. We have to do that. I have to, if my life says this person is no longer a priority, they're just something that I go, somebody that I go to a movie with on Friday night and I do a crossword puzzle on Sunday morning, and we talk about the kids on Saturday, if that's all that person is to me, then we're headed for cellmate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've heard you talk about before that I think is interesting in this is that sometimes you need to learn how to accept the way that somebody does something for you that may not be what you are used to. And going back to that example of the roses, mm-hmm. you know, she is allergic to roses, but he keeps giving those to her. Mm-hmm. How do you deal, how do you help people deal with those differences when one just isn't getting it? Does that other person just accept it, or do they finally say, look, I really love you, but I don't want the roses? How well, do you help people handle that? If they know that's coming, I would say, you know, if you if three row, years in a row you've said, these are beautiful, I, I feel how much you appreciate me, and I'm going to have to set these in a back room because I'm allergic, and the other person just doesn't get it because they love roses and they see roses as symbolic of love and they really love this person and they really want to show it. 
I would say to that person, remind them ahead of time. If you know they're going to do a pattern that irritates you, (laughs) then if you know it's going to happen, it's become systematic. It's enough that it's happening over and over. Remind them. For instance, I just worked with a couple this week, and a simple thing, like he promises that he will mail a letter or the bills or whatever, and then, you know, a week later she finds them under the car seat. They've gotten lost. Okay? Simple little things like this. Okay. Well, she has choices. She can either risk it again because he's always going to promise, oh, I won't forget, I won't forget, I won't forget. But he forgets. That's just, it's not that he doesn't care about what's important to her. It's just he forgets. Okay? So you have choices. You can either not ever give him the bills to mail, Mm -hmm. or you can say, you know, I'm going to remind you on your cell phone on the way home to drop those off. Okay. So you don't just turn it over to them. You don't Mm -hmm. just turn it over to the partner and say, I'm going to make sure he, I'm just going to turn it over to him to remind him, oh, excuse me, I'm just going to turn it over to him to get me whatever he wants on Valentine's Day. Instead, I'm going to remind him. Right. Right. So you're going you're gonna to help in a way so that you won't get disappointed. Right. You, you take care of yourself. You take care of your space in relationship to how the other person is without making them a bad person. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we're just about at time for break. Again, Jackie, if people want to write you or call you or... Be involved in your book, Soulmate or Soulmate, or take your course. How do they do that? Through my website, JackieWoods.org. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they can find out about the courses that you're teaching as well as your books. Now, I'm in North Carolina, so if they're in North Carolina, uh, I have people that come quite a distance in North Carolina, actually, to see me. If they want to see me in person, then they can call me, and that number is 828 828- Eight nine four zero one two four. Okay. All right. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about this whole concept of, you know, having someone in your life who's your soulmate in relationship, or feeling trapped and becoming a soulmate, and how we can prevent that, and how we can work through it when that starts happening for us. My guest is Jackie Woods. She's the founder and CEO of the Ottawa Healing Center Institute and Press in Columbus, North Carolina, and has more than 25 years of relationship counseling experience. Her, her book is Soulmate or Cellmate, You Make the Choice, A Guide to Healthy Relationships. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. 
Albert Einstein once said, Nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists, and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. West Coast Business Review and host Amy Campbell presents Show Me the Business. Each week, you'll hear exciting guests give you vital information on advancing your business and career. Learn how others have built their empires, from best-selling authors to renowned entertainers. Listen every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific time on VoiceAmericaRadio.com. Visit our website at www.WestCoastBusinessReview.com. West Coast Business Review's Show Me the Business, connecting you to the business world. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, echopreneur, author, and green living maven, brings you an upbeat, fun exploration of the doables of living a more earth-friendly life. Kim cuts through the noise and urban myth of green do's and don'ts and shows that it is possible to live green easily. From hip organic weddings to exotic echo travel to healthy personal care products, get the most current trends and tips from the experts for living a more planet-friendly and human lifestyle. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, broadcast each Thursday at noon pacific 3 p.m eastern on the voice america channel living the green life for a human healthy and planet-friendly lifestyle VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest today is Jackie Woods. She's the founder and CEO of the Ottawaiki Healing Center Institute and Press in Columbus, North Carolina, and has more than 25 years of relationship counseling experience. Her newest book, and which is so interesting, is Soulmate or Cellmate, You Make the Choice, A Guide to Healthy Relationships, and that's what we're talking about today. Welcome back, Jackie. Thanks. You know, I was asking you during the break, what about folks who don't care if they have a soulmate? I mean, they don't want a soulmate, but, you know, they don't care if they have this very deep, connected relationship. They have a person in their life where they're married, they do their own thing, and they're happy. Talk about that. Okay, you you also made a comment at the break about one size does not fit all. Right. And I liked that comment because that's true, and we get to we get to define, if we really understand that relationship is a third entity, then we get to define what we bring into a relationship, how much support we bring to the other person to be the person we want, what we don't bring, and what size we want it to be. We really get to say how we want the relationship to be. Now, a lot of people think it's just a matter of the luck of the draw, and it isn't. It isn't. We can define how we want a relationship to be. Now, when we define that, 
we have to we are also making a choice that we're going to define who we're going to be mm-hmm. and if the relationship needs to be changed as i said earlier that means you're going to need to make some changes in you also and you as you said people change so you know and and you need to it's going to be important for the couple to accommodate the change of each other don't you think very definitely and and there are people as you said that really don't want a relationship to be a big relationship maybe mm-hmm. uh maybe they have their work or their children or something else that is much more important and they just want to come home to to have somebody there and have a, a space that's comfortable but small. Mm-hmm. However, that only works if both people want the same size. Right. What happens so often is that a person will go out, you know, and they travel all week and they come home and they just want to let down and relax and have life simple for a few hours and they want their partner to, to provide that and be there in that, but then the partner's been there alone for the whole week and they want some stimulation they want to get out they want to have conversation they don't want to just let down so that doesn't work so if you want a small relationship find somebody else that wants one too mm-hmm. you know what that reminds me of it reminds me of sexuality and relationships where you know whatever two people choose is fine the problem happens when one has a stronger need or desire than the other Exactly. That's when the, con- you know, if two people have the same sort of frequency or desire level, then there's no issue. Right, right. And unfortunately, you know, you've always heard opposites attract. Well, actually, it's we try to create balance. And until we have that balance in internally, we're going to try to create it externally because we all need balance. Mm-hmm. So if you're, for instance, um, if you have a really strong sex drive, you'll probably draw somebody that doesn't. If you haven't claimed that sexuality in yourself, mm-hmm. then you're probably going to draw the balance of it outside. But if you've totally claimed yourself and who you are as a sexual being, then you'll draw somebody that is like you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what you have yeah. in your life that is like you means those are the pieces of you you've actually claimed. Well, isn't that that whole part again about the self-confidence and we attract where we are? I mean, if this is something that I really believe in and is important to me, I'm going to put that out there. If you have really claimed it, that's who you are, yes. 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 I worked with a lady this morning, and her whole thing, her whole thing was that she had, for instance, more male energy and he had more female energy. Well, she didn't like it that he had more female energy and she was the woman. <laughs> and he probably doesn't like it that she has more male energy and he's the man. But that's all right. We both have male, we all have male and female energy. They both have both, but they just have a dominance of one. So in the physical world, they have created a partnership of the other person creating the other half. What I'm going to move her towards is claiming both parts of herself that will give the, the relationship a space to be in balance with both parts. Mm-hmm. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. But as you said, it's very much knowing who you are and what you need, and as you said, claiming that. Yeah. A lot of us don't do it. We compromise. We yes. Say, well, and, you oh, know, well, I, I did that part. 
for instance, it's very, very hard for a man in our society, unfortunately, to claim all of his feminine parts. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, even though it's easier for a woman in our society to claim her male part and be out in the world and be male, in a relationship, it's not always easy. But you've got to have space for both parts, your male and your female. In your internal male and female for there to be balance in your relationship. So, yeah, and, and as you said, the cultural, the culture has something to do with all of this too. The culture has a lot, and if we listen to the culture and, t- and let it tell us who we're supposed to be in relationship, we're never going to have a whole lot of success. Mm-hmm. We have to listen to who we are. We have to listen to who they are and bring the matching parts together in the middle. Mm. So as we as we come to the, the close of the interview today, Jackie, if people, what's the message that you want to leave for listeners if they get one thing out of this interview today? I want them to hear that who they are in their heart, in their soul, if that becomes their real intent to express those pieces, Yes, they're going to express through patterns, but the pattern is no longer the subject. It is just a vehicle for expression. I want them to hear that, and when they can find that in themselves, they will be able to do that with another person, and real soul connections will happen. Any particular points for Valentine's Day coming up? Yes. Uh, Look in the mirror and say, I love you very much. Say that to yourself. If you can do that, then you will have more love activated to bring to another person. So it all starts from us. Is it what all think. starts from us? Yes. Okay. And again, folks. Um. And and again, Jackie. Folks want to know about the workshops that you do online for this. They can go to JackieWoods.org. Yes. I have a workshop called Love Is the First Cause. It's a powerful, powerful workshop that uh, people might be interested in if they're really wanting to, to explore and how to have love. And for couples and singles or just for couples? Uh, it's for anybody. It's for, I mean, if we, if we have love in ourselves, we will draw relationships to us. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a relationship and you add love to yourself, it will change your relationship. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program. I really want to thank you for being on. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you. Stay on the line for a minute. Thank you so much. Jackie Woods, who is the author of the book, Soulmate or Cellmate, You Make the Choice, A Guide to Healthy Relationships. Jackie is the founder and CEO of the Yadawahi Healing Center Institute and Press in Columbus, North Carolina, and has more than 25 years of relationship counseling experience. You can log on to JackieWoods.org for books and seminars and, and tapes as well. Next week, folks, we are continuing our Relationship Month of Interviews. Next week, my guest is Monique Chapman. She's been an intuitive transformation consultant and spiritual advisor for the past 25 years. She will discuss her new book, Getting Your M&Ms, Men and Money Book, How to Tap into Universal Source of Energy to Reclaim Your Power and Create Meaningful Relationships and Abundance. So, folks, remember, Positive Living is on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, all shows are archived on the site. You can also go to raskinresources.com 
and log on to radio, and uh, there's a link there that will take you right to the Voice America shows that you can listen to, and they are stored. And my book is Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living in its second edition, and we're getting it reprinted. So, again, you can log on there. And I'm happy to hear from you at Patricia at RaskinResources.com. Again, folks, my message is always stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, know you can make your dreams come true. I love you all for positive living. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great day. You've been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on VoiceAmerica.com.